is Decoding Learning Differences with Kimberlyn Lavelle. This episode is ADHD and dyslexia. Is there a link? Now, this episode I decided to do because I was interested in the topic. I've noticed that a lot of my students with ADHD have dyslexia or dyslexic characteristics, even if it's not identified. And a lot of my students with dyslexia identified have ADHD or ADHD characteristics, even if it's not identified. So I wanted to know, is there a correlation? Is there a connection? What does the research show? So just a quick refresher, ADHD is attention deficit hyperactivity disorder under the current DSM-5, which I'm not an expert in, but my understanding is you can have the inattentive type, the hyperactive type, or combined. So you don't have to be inattentive to have ADHD. You don't have to be hyperactive to have ADHD. Although most, from my understanding, very few people get diagnosed with the hyperactive kind because that would mean that you don't have inattention, you only have hyperactivity. But most of the time the hyperactivity would cause some inattention. So most of the time you're either inattentive type without the hyperactivity or the combined. So those are the two, the three options for ADHD, but there's two that are very, the most common. Dyslexia is a difficulty in reading and or spelling caused by a deficit or impairment in phonological processing. That's a loose working definition. Different people define it different ways. And we've looked at that in depth previously um, at the, there's been a couple of episodes on dyslexia. So look in the show notes and I'll reference back to those episodes. Um, and we go in, we go in depth there. So both of these conditions, ADHD and dyslexia, both happen, depending on where you're reading, between 5% and 10% of the population has ADHD and between 5 and 10% of the population has dyslexia. Now, what's interesting is that they have found that depending again on which study you're looking at, 25 to 40% of those with ADHD also have dyslexia. And 25 to 40% of those with dyslexia also have ADHD. So there is a stronger correlation for having both than just having one of them. So I was kind of digging into, okay, why? Why, what's happening? Um, now there are reasons for inattention in dyslexia besides ADHD. This is a big one that we've talked about before. Um, sometimes people with dyslexia will, will be inattentive because they don't understand what's going on or their phonological processing is so poor that they are having a really hard time maintaining the amount of mental energy it requires to listen, understand, read, do the assignment. So it leads to, I can't pay attention to this anymore. My brain cannot pay attention to this anymore. And it's not that it's ADHD, it's that it's the, the learning disability, and this isn't just dyslexia, it's learning disabilities in general, can cause inattention. 
if things are too hard, you know, if they're in a classroom and everybody is doing things way over their understanding, then they can't pay attention to it because they don't have the understanding of what's going on. It's just too hard to maintain attention when everyone is speaking Greek and you don't speak Greek. Like you can't, you can try to pay attention for like 20 minutes and then you're just done for the day. Right? So keep that in mind that there are reasons for inattention for those with dyslexia besides ADHD. And there are reasons for reading and spelling struggles in those with ADHD besides dyslexia. If you're very inattentive, you aren't necessarily attending to the minute details of whether it's S-A-I-D or S-I-A-D. Because neither one makes sense to you on why it would be called said. So you just spell it however. Or maybe you say S-E-D because that makes more sense to you and you just, you're not, you're not attending to the tiny details and therefore you're struggling with spelling. Or you're struggling with reading because again, it's so hard to pay attention that you don't get as much practice as the other kids who are able to pay attention for longer. So there are reasons for reading and spelling struggles that don't have anything to do with dyslexia in those with ADHD. But there is strong evidence for shared genetic and neuropsychological risk factors that contribute to the dyslexia ADHD community. I will link the um, article that I got this from in the notes. There is strong evidence for genetic and neuropsychological risk factors that contribute to the dyslexia ADHD community. So there's, they've figured out that there are some genetic predispositions that cause you to have that um, link. <clears throat> they both shared risk factors for both dyslexia and ADHD are deficits in processing speed and executive functioning. So both ADHD and dyslexia have a weakness in your processing speed, how quickly you process information, and in executive functioning, which a lot of times has to do with like organization of tasks and decision making, and there's a lot to executive functioning. Okay. So some brain scans were super interesting, and they found that the amount of overall gray matter in those with ADHD, those with dyslexia, and the, that of the, norm, the neurotypical population, they all have about the same amount of gray matter. There's no, no significant differences in the amount of gray matter, brain, brain matter, right? The actual amount of neurons, um, so to speak. The actual overall amount is the same. So the right caudate emerged as a region of statistically significant conjunction between dyslexia and ADHD. Um, so it showed smaller volumes, whether the person had ADHD, dyslexia, or both ADHD and dyslexia all of those populations had a reduced amount of gray matter in the rot, the right caudate version of, the right caudate portion of the brain or region of the brain, um, 
which does impact what we're talking about, the executive functioning and the processing speed. So it all lines up. Um, but the actual brain scans, we're showing that. So the role of the caudate in dyslexia remains unclear, but executive functions and procedural learning are two candidate cognitive constructs that may overlap between dyslexia and ADHD. The, over, the overlap between dyslexia and ADHD in the right caudate might point to impairments in procedural learning and or executive functions that are risk factors for both disorders. But a really big thing to keep in mind is they have to do a lot more research. They are not done with all of their research. They've got more things they're trying to figure out, pieces that they're trying to put together. Um, one thing that this, this study was finding was that there wasn't a whole lot of brain scans done on people who had both ADHD and dyslexia. Most of the time, if you had dyslexia, if they're doing a study on dyslexia, they wanted people who only had dyslexia and did not have any other comorbidities, other any other diagnoses. But the problem is they might be scanning people who do have ADHD and haven't, it hasn't been identified. They also might, then they also don't have that evidence for these other studies that want to look at the comorbidity, the, the connection between ADHD and dyslexia. So more research definitely needs to be done. But all of this I found very interesting and wanted to share it with you. A takeaway for you is that if your child has dyslexia or has ADHD, have them tested for the other and maybe have them tested by a neuropsychologist rather than the school psychologist. Um, because they can do a little bit more and get more into the brain function. So that would be just a thought. Um, another takeaway is they all had all brains that were studied had about the same amount of gray matter. There, the amount in one area was less, which means that there was more in other areas, more than the neurotypicals in other parts of the brain. So those with dyslexia, those with ADHD, and this is true for other disabilities as well, they are differently wired. They are not deficient. There's nothing wrong with the brain. It is a different wiring of the brain. And we're gonna be getting into that a lot in the next couple weeks, um, getting into the advantages of dyslexia and the advantages of ADHD. So another takeaway, use their strengths, use the ADHD and dyslexia strengths, and you'll see how to do that, um, especially in the next couple of episodes where we really get into the advantages of dyslexia and ADHD based on the books by those names. <coughs> so tell me your stories, Kimberlyn at decodinglearningdifferences.com. I can't wait to hear from you, and I'll talk to you again next week.